This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk, 107.1. Hey, guys, thanks for joining hey. us. Hope you had a good weekend. We sure did, uh, especially thinking about Project Down and Dirty coming up. Project Down and Dirty Pickleball. 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 And yeah. we just happen to be the yeah. show that talks about pickles the most because Bradley loves pickles and I loves make to pickle. pickles. I eat pickles. Yes. And Sweet pickles. Remember that? Um, like, was it like kids books? Sweet pickles. Oh. It was a commercial when we were growing up. Anyway. Okay. Uh, wh- why are we, what? Oh, we are talking about Project this Down because we had to come up with a team name and a mascot. Yes, we were tasked. And have the other shows, I think some of the shows have already decided publicly what their team name and mascot will be. Mm-hmm. We were tasked with this last week and Dawn, I think... It didn't take long before we coalesced on a team name. And thankfully, we were given a suggestion by listener, and I forgive the pronunciation, it's M-A-R-I-T, so Marit or Marit, suggested, Merit, suggested a name. And that, I think, is one we've decided on. So should we we announce it? Our team name is Team... Pickle Puss. Pickle Puss. Yes. Are we all feeling good about Pickle Puss? Yes. You gotta yes. say it like that. Pickle Puss. Okay. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> and our mascot is Pickle Puss the Pickle Cat. Pickle Puss the Pickle Cat. If you remember the poison symbol, uh, Mr. Yuck from like the 1980s, there were commercials about like, don't drink poison that's under your sink. Mike, can we play that? I'll find it. Because there is a commercial that I was not familiar with. There's actually a slogan and I think we can change the words for Pickle Puss. Yeah, sure. Because you were talking about the sticker. Yeah, the sticker is like a green face. It's like, you know, an emoji really before emojis. And um, it has like a sour face that it's making like, this is bad. Don't eat this. (laughs) That's the intention. Yep. And so we just want to put cat ears on that and some whiskers and make it a cat. <laughs> so it's Pickle Puss, and the pickle green. cat, and it'll have a a jingle that goes something like this. Mr. Yuck is me. So think Pickle Puss is me. Mr. Yuck is green. <laughs> Home is full of lots of things that children shouldn't touch. Home is full of bad things that can hurt you very much. Now there's a man whose face is green that you ought to get to know. He'll warn you when danger's coming fast or slow. Get to know his face in every single place. 
When you see it, you'll know quick. Things mark yuck, make you sick. Sick, sick, sick. Sick, sick, sick. Mr. Yuck is mean. Mr. Yuck is green. Ooh, so it's I like, Halloween time. I know, it kind of sounds ominous, menacing, yeah. which, are, which are really characteristics we want to hone in on, I think, for Team Picklepuss. It's October. And uh, here's my one question for Team Picklepuss. What do we call ourselves? So, like, <laughs> do we call ourselves... <laughs> Go on. Uh, it's hard to... Do you know what I'm saying? Pickle... No, I don't. Go on. Hmm. Pick... Uh, yeah. Like we're pick oh. You with an ER at the end? Pickerpus? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're not. <laughs> I don't even know her. <laughs> okay, well, Cross that off the list. Okay. No, like if it's team, <laughs> I don't understand. team pickle puss, do you put an ER at the end of that? <laughs> or an IE? Pickle S? Pusser? Like what's the plural of pickle puss? Pickle pie? Pickle. Oh, um, oh God, there's one that isn't great. Just ES? Yeah. I think pickle pusses. Right, we can say that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because again, pickle puss is simply just a pickle cat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what a pickle cat is. Yeah, yeah. It's a pickle with cat ears. It sure is. Or yeah. is it a cat with pickle ears? I don't know. Oh, anyway. Oh, pi- I like that idea. A cat with pickle ears. <laughs> um, other people. Well, somebody, <laughs> listener Jim, emailed. I just have to point out, Cookie Puss. Yeah. And Cookie what Puss, of it? course, is like that Carvel. Yeah. Logo. And I know Donna and Steve at one point were contemplating Pickle Puss. Luckily, we got our selection in first. We have no because idea. Because Donna loves the Cookie Puss. Right. That's an East Coast thing. Yeah. Uh, commercials on <laughs> in on the East Coast in the 70s and stuff. Yeah. Um, but we didn't have any idea that they were leaning that way. No. But we had sent our email yeah, and then literally like somebody, somebody <sighs> else emailed them. We should, um, for the listeners, again, Project Down and Dirty, 2023, Pickleball. Each team, or I should say each show, is a team. Mm-hmm. Their hosts play, because it's a like a doubles team, right? Yeah. And we now know the morning show, they are the ball slappers. So I guess we could be the pickle pussers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, pickle pussers. Or okay. pickle pusses. Okay. Yeah. That's what you meant. I- yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I didn't I know, know I was being I really vague. didn't know. Oh, okay. Um, okay, yeah. I think that in some way in our <laughs> marketing plan, we should get a litter box and put little gherkins in it. Oh, yeah. I like that, too. Okay. Done and done. Right. Do you have access to a litter box? Because um, I don't. You, Mike. I do, but you don't want the one I got. Yeah, because those it's aren't pickles. Use. Yeah. It's in use. Can it not be in use for a small amount well, of time? Where is she going to go? Shoot? She's going to go, I don't know, tell her not to. Well, like, like when you change it, when it's a fresh 
Yeah, but then she immediately goes back in and oh, makes it unfresh. She? Yeah, she she would freak out. Well, we'll out. just oh, run over real quick. She's got to dirty it immediately. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like, like oh she knows when it's fresh. Punkin. Punkin. So Punkin knows when there's fresh litter. Mm-hmm. Punkin be pooping. It's almost like marking her territory. She's got to go in there immediately and say, "This is mine." <laughs> what if she smelled a pickle? Would she? Okay. She loves pickles. She does. Does she really? Oh. Olives, pickles, anything what? that's in like a brine, she loves that. She'll jump up on the counter immediately. She's a pickle cat. That's pickle puss. There it is. She's pickle puss. Mm-hmm. We'll just take her face yeah. and make it green. <laughs> yeah, so we'll just take a green kitty cat. Yeah. Aww. I didn't think cats liked pickles. I mean... Because there's all those videos about... They're afraid of cucumbers. Cucumbers. They think it's a snake or something. Oh, okay, but... Hi. It's, it's not that they don't like the taste. It scares them. Like, they turn around but and they, they look cucumbers. at it. They don't know what it is. It's the shape of it, I think. Hmm. Cat-like. Not the taste or, of it. I mean, snake-like. Yeah. But So, like, if you showed her a pickle, she's not going to run screaming? She's no. She's going to run up and eat the end of it. <laughs> she's going to run up and smell it and put her nose right in it. We need to have need a to video, video of, this, of her okay. yeah. eating sure. a pickle. She loves it. Pickle puss. Aww. All right. So, if you want to be on Team Pickle Puss, um, do we have, like, can you join our team? Of course. I mean, we need supporters. We just don't have it set up yet, but no. it will be shortly because... Um, We've got plenty of stuff in the works, so don't you worry. But Team Pickle Puss is where it's at. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can... <laughs> It'd be like the posse? The Pickle Puss posse? Pickle Puss posse. Oh, yeah. Posse Pickle Puss. <laughs> posse Pickle Puss. We are the Posse Pickle Puss. Um, oh, Therese had a nice suggestion. Go to the dollar store, buy a litter box. Yeah. Oh, you can get a... You know what else you can get at the dollar store for a dollar? That you shouldn't buy? What? A pregnancy test. Yeah, I wouldn't get just that. Just invest a little more. I'm just I did. Saying. Uh, at one point, the dollar store that's no longer in my neighborhood, Dollar General Tree, store, Tree, Tree, Dollar yeah, Tree, Tree is great. It's gone now. Okay. Um, they had ribeye steaks. Oh, mm-hmm. they were real thin, though. I mean, it was like the thickness yeah. of like a bookmark. Oh, but they were ribeye steaks. Okay. <sighs> okay. Now that we've gotten through that, Don, we got to go back to Blind Item Town. Yes. Specifically regarding uh, one Hugh Jackman. Why? I'll tell you when we return right here on My Talk 107. (laughs) Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. Do me a favor. Head to wearealight.org today. And there you'll learn about an amazing organization that's based right here in the Twin Cities. I've been working with Alight. Oh, gosh. It's been many years now. I first got to know Alight. Uh, around an event they were holding in one of their refugee settlements in Uganda. And it involved running a 5K inside that refugee settlement. The whole trip was amazing. It was a once in a lifetime experience. But in the process, I learned not only about the, the incredible lives of those in that refugee settlement, but also the incredible work that Alight does there and throughout the world. In fact, they do it right in our own backyard, and you can be a part of the work, whether it's here, Uganda, uh, at our own southern border. To learn more about how you can participate in the light's work, head to wearealight.org. And thank you. One of Hollywood's longest relationships is coming to again, or Australia's relationships. Uh, It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. This is your place for entertainment news. What's going on? Another divorce? Oh, say it ain't so, but just can't believe in divorce anymore if Hollywood couples are anything. 
to uh, illustrate the matter because, frankly, it's just one after the other. It's been domino of celebrity divorces all year long, Dawn, feels uh, like anyway. Uh, totally. Since the strikes, yep. it's like everyone has time to divorce. Well, even before that, because remember, you know, beyond just celebrity, or I shouldn't say celebrity, but beyond actors, we've had Britney Spears, of course, Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Now, we also have Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Furness. And I'm telling you, something's going on. Now, I don't mean to get too conspiratorial, but I'm gonna. All right. Because, Dawn, there have been rumors over the years about these two, and they've shown up in the blinds. And in fact, they've joked about it and made uh, fun of the fact that they have been the topic of blind items for a long time. Hugh Jackman, Deborah Lee Furness, I think we're together, what, 27 years? 27 years. And there have been rumors that he's, like, secretly gay. You know, God only knows what anybody's, uh, what any celebrity's real life is like behind the scenes. And really, it's none of our business, other than we do like to get down to Petty Corner on occasion and read the blind items. I don't know if that's a part of this equation, but what I do know is that after we learned that they were divorcing, which was announced to us in a very blase, bland, banal, whatever mm-hmm. B word you want to use to We've describe. We've been blessed to share almost three decades together as husband and wife in a wonderful, loving marriage. And everything's fine. Nothing to see here. Right. 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 Well, now we're starting to get some reporting, which this could just be tabloids. Like, we need something to talk about. But we're getting headlines akin to or something similar to Hugh Jackman is devastated over oh. this marriage ending after 27 years, Dawn. Oh. Hugh Jackman is very sad that this relationship has come to an end. He was blindsided. Oh, no. Dawn. Is this a source? This is a source, at least in one story from page six. It okay. says that a source close to Hugh Jackman told page six exclusively. That means they didn't tell anyone else. Oh. That this couple was separating after 27 years and, uh, quote, or no, excuse me, the source said, rather, that he is reeling from the separation and is, quote, very sad. Reeling! Do you think anybody would be real? I mean, unless she woke up one morning and was like, I have to be honest, I've been cheating on you for the last five years. And then he sprung that on her. Other than that. Or her doing that to him. If he's the one who's devastated. That's what I meant. Yeah. That she woke up one morning and said, like, I've been cheating on you for the last five years. Right. Other than that. Or 26 years. (laughs) Really bad. Yeah. Oof. That would be a little. I would have to question everything. Yeah. But other than. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Then something so obvious as that, I mean, unless maybe she's an alien and she just like forgot to put on her mask one day Uh-oh. and he rolled over and like lizard lady. What is this? Alien. Doctor Who? I mean, it could be. He would probably be a great Doctor Who character. Anyway, oh, the moral would. of the story is if it's not something super surprising like that, is anything really going to be that shocking or leave you reeling? Because don't you think it would be like, okay, I think it's about run its course. Mm. Because yeah. we've never had, I will say, any reports that these two have had a fiery, tempestuous, back and forth, no. hot and cold roller coaster of a relationship they've always in fact they've joked about the blind items they've made fun of the fact that there's like these rumors about him being you know closeted whatever Mm -hmm. so other than that that i just find that narrative of like he's reeling he's sad to be kind of tone deaf or a lie and hiding something else what do you think well um I know that his friend, or I'm sorry, the paparazzo, was filming him on the street. That's over at TMZ. They caught up with him on the street. Which was weird because how do you just happen upon Hugh Jackman unless Hugh Jackman calls you? Or you call him and go, hey, do you want to act sad on the street? And he goes, okay. And then they agree. Yeah. Um. So he's like, how you doing? It's, of course, uncomfortable because interactions with paparazzi is, usually are. Yeah, he catches the paparazzo catches him on the street and he's walking. We were watching this earlier uh, from my recollection. And he's just sort of like, well, yeah, this is difficult. you could tell he doesn't want to be there. But at the same time, you're like, how did they just know that Hugh Jackman was going to be walking out at this very moment? I, you don't. Right. <laughs> Unless you sat at their house and stalked them, (laughs) which is highly possible. It's totally possible. And just waited down the street while he leaves in his car out of his gates or out of the entrance, whatever entrance he has. And you know where it is. He did grab his butt at one point. He did grab his butt. And we were like, what? That was a weird move. He's like walking. The paparazzi is following him. And he's like, hey, how's things going? And then he's like, nothing to see here. And then he just grabs his ass. His own ass. His yeah. own ass, excuse Not me. Not the paparazzi. Yeah, no, that would be a headline. That would be a headline. Yes, it would. So I don't know. I don't know if there's anything there, there. But whenever two people are like, there's nothing to see here. Everything's fine after 27 years. And there is, uh, they're under no obligation to tell us anything. But I just have to feel like perhaps there's more to this story. Do they have kids together? Um, they have kids. I don't know if they adopted oh, kids. They did decide to adopt after yeah. suffering multiple miscarriages in an IVF journey. Yeah. It says I was going to say, I know mm-hmm. they had some kind of a journey. Yes. So they adopted their son, Oscar in 2000 and five years later, they adopted their daughter, Ava. Also, you know, what's well, we don't have time to talk about this, but you know, like all the, the rumors about him being closeted and what have you. And yeah. it's like, don't presume to think that in any marriage, you know, what people's true situations really are. Sure. Maybe they had an agreement. Exactly. Maybe she had her own thing going on. Exactly. 
I'm just saying watch this space because I feel like there's going to be more. That's right. When we come back, we have even more for you in the form of a tongue lashing for one Drew Barrymore. That tongue lashing came from Rosie O'Donnell and, well, frankly, us. (laughs) I think she listened to Rosie more than us. We'll get to that when we come back right here on My Talk. Do you guys have your tickets yet for Church Basement, ladies? A Mighty Fortress is our basement. I know it's a long title, but it deserves it. Do you have your tickets yet? It is so funny, and I saw it a couple of weeks weekends ago at the Black Box Theater at the Ames Center in Burnsville. It's such a great show. Uh, theater and musicals are my heart and soul, and I absolutely love this. It was so much fun, and I want you to see it as well. Bring a group. Bring your whole family. Uh, you can use code CBL45. That's whenever you pick out your seats on the website, and it's $5 off each ticket. Not your whole order. Somebody asked me that the other day. No. $5 off each ticket, and they're very affordable anyway. So it's multi-generational. You can bring your grandma. She's not going to blush. She might a little bit, but uh, it is all in good fun. So get your tickets now to the Church Basement Ladies. And it's uh, so much fun. Minnesota Lutheran Church Ladies, they get out and about for the first time. It's Don McClain for the Church Basement Ladies. A Mighty Fortress is our basement at the Ames Center in Burnsville. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Well, we kind of saw this coming, but actually, I'm surprised it happened. We're talking about Drew Barrymore and some big news this weekend. Yeah, so could have told her. I think we did tell her, in fact, Dawn. BDEPR in session here on. We need like a sounder for BDEPR. What's a PR firm musical experience look sound mm, like? I don't know. I mean, we should work on that. I just think of like. You know, oh, I don't know. That's... We'll work on it. We'll work on it. We'll workshop it because we're really good at giving celebrities free advice they didn't ask for and probably should have listened to, yeah. evidenced by the advice we gave Drew Barrymore last week when she, not once, but twice, and oh, we'll get to the third time, but at least in the first two iterations, had a bunch of words to say that didn't really say anything good and really amounted to her bringing her show back amidst a writers and actors strike that was frankly ticking all of the people off. And by the end of the weekend, I mean, literally she ticked everyone off, including but not limited to, oh, look at this, Rosie O'Donnell. And so Rosie came out and was like, so the story is that Drew said she's bringing her show back, her daytime show. A lot of people said, mm, honey, that's not a good idea because your show is relies on WGA writers. Mm-hmm. And so because those writers are on strike, you going back to work makes you a scab, plain and simple. There seemed to be maybe some gray area, though, where people were arguing the finer points. But at the end of the day, she was the, like... Her audience members were crossing picket lines, and when mm-hmm. they would wear, they show up with a button to support the writers. They would get kicked out of the show. I mean, it was just a PR disaster. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that happened. Then she came back, and she's like, "I know it's hard, but we're still doing it." Bye. <laughs> and I stand by my word. This is my decision. So then Rosie comes out and is like, "True, I can't do a Rosie. My Rosie accent does not work." But. Uh, you know, mine is sounds your Australian. son vaguely Australian. It was it was good, but you know, oh. kind of Australian. Um, but she, Rosie, took to Instagram over the weekend and said simply this: "Stop taping the show. Stop asking audiences to cross the picket line. 
Then ask someone to help you craft three declarative sentences. <laughs> they should follow along these lines. One, I made an error. Two, I apologize to the WGA for disrespecting the work of professional writers. Three, I apologize to all union members who are withstanding real hardship as I live a life of luxury. Oh, God. That's, it's so that's clear. Oh, God. Right? Like, it just cuts through all the BS yeah. and gray area and falderall. And frankly, you know, we had, like, all these long conversations about it. And really, it, it was just like, stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Because that's the right thing to do. Well, Drew must have been listening to her because Drew has decided to pause her show's return. Isn't that something? Hmm. I think the Rosie speaking out now, you might be thinking, well, why would Rosie O'Donnell? She used to have a talk show, if you remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She wasn't just a star of stage and screen. Uh, She did have a talk show for a long time. We most recently saw a clip of it, actually, with the Ashton Kutcher Mila Kunis debacle that happened last week. She was interviewing them about how they met on the set of that 70s show. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Rosie did have a talk show for a very long time and very successful. Yeah. So, you know, I just feel like her being that plain about it, like, good for you. And the last part where she talks about, you know, I apologize to union members who are withstanding real hardship as I live a life of luxury is like, because honestly, I don't really know if she's ever experienced hardship in her life. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying, but she was a child actor and had been making money but from she, the beginning. But this, this is not like, it's not like she's clueless. Yeah. I guarantee she had people in her life who said, this is the wrong thing to do. I think that we often, and I'm not saying you, I'm, but I, I would imagine a certain amount of people would just be like, oh, she didn't really think it all the way through. And I'm like, I think maybe she knew. She's a smart gal. Yeah. She's very successful in Hollywood and she's been around since she was a child, mm-hmm. meaning she knows the importance of writers and the importance of actors and what a union means to those people because i'm sure that she's had people tell her about the importance in ways that you and i probably can't even i mean you you know you've certainly got experience in the world of acting but i'm just saying like she has breathed this her entire life so it's just mystifying to me why she was so waffly yeah and the only thing i can think of is that the powers that be behind the scenes were enticing her with money power and privilege in a way that she did not want to give up oh yes mike wasn't there some type of a blind item about offering her an extended contract with more money or something yep and there was even a follow-up to that as well basically saying that she was given it was almost the studio that was pushing it saying oh by the way if you want to have security in this job we'll extend you and we'll also give you a raise but that's what they wanted them to do so it seemed like it was studio pressure more than it was drew yeah oh yeah yeah and again it's like Somebody else made the point, like, she could have even come out and said, look, I'm afraid that affiliates are going to start canceling the show, and then nobody's going to have a job, and nobody's going to have work if the strike comes back. Like, even though that that, that wouldn't satisfy the writers, mm-hmm. like, at least that would seem like a principled stance. And instead, you got a bunch of word salad, not once, but twice from her, about what she was doing. Because she wasn't really firmly standing behind a particular thought or opinion about why she was bringing the show back. Like, if you read through those statements, they seem very wishy-washy. Yeah, I would say so, yes. And very sort of vague. And, like, like honestly, I did love there was a, a writer who 
took her first statement and rewrote it and was like, here, this is why you need writers and like grammar checked it because it, it just, it was full of like run on sentences as Rosie points out, like you need to have someone teach you how to write a declarative sentence because she just could not get to the point or make her point, which makes you think she didn't really have a point. She just thought she could squeak by and because maybe it was daytime TV or something or that other talk shows in the daytime arena have been allowed to go forward. Right. And I think bringing up like bringing up the fact that she's bringing her show back, but want to let you know, we're not going against SAG after because we're going to interview celebrities. Yes, but they're not going to talk about their projects. So we won't be violating any rules, but it's like, Oh, but what about this over here? Yeah. But this what about the writer's strike? Cause writers, over here. Your, your show actually employed WGA writers so and now I guess they're speaking of the studio, CBS has said, oh, and Jennifer Hudson isn't going to come back. Yeah. Oh, and the talk isn't going to come back, which were both also Paramount CBS, which was considered struck work for the writers, mm-hmm. but they were coming back. And now we learn that they, too, are not coming back, which does indicate perhaps behind the scenes and not really, which all, it really just, this whole thing makes Drew look like she's not in control of her own show. Mm-hmm. Because it makes it sound like the studio or CBS or whomever decided, like, writ large, we're not going to bring these shows back after all this negative PR. Yeah. Like, maybe it's not good for their long-term survival or something. Who knows? Or maybe it was just a matter of, like, the people on the shows were like, we're not, we're not crossing picket lines. Exactly. And then... They said, okay, well, if we don't have crew, uh, it'll be interesting to see if people inside or behind the scenes share what led to this decision. But at the end of the day right now, it just looks like Drew is not really that much in charge of her own show. And I I would guess that in her first initial statement where she declared, like, I am, I am making this decision and I stand by it. I'm pretty sure that the studio, wouldn't you think they would ask her, like, hey, can you say this so they don't blame us? Could I can be. see yeah. that, like, hey, yeah. if you want to do this deal, hey, can you throw in this just because we don't need the trouble of people, you know, accusing us of prompting you to I don't do think, this. Well, yeah, I don't think CBS cares. Like, CBS would just be considered the bad guy regardless. Yeah. She's the one that stuck her neck out by saying, I own this choice. That's what seems so bizarre to me. Is like, why are you sticking your neck out? You're one person. Yeah, it it was just really weird. Um, so her apology said, I've listened to everyone and I'm making the decision to pause the show's premiere until the strike is over. I have no words to express my deepest apologies to Yet anyone. She keeps I have talking. Heard. All the all the words that no she words. does have. And then you have more words. Like I read when I first read I have no words, I was like, honey. That's what got you into this mess is the words. So the best thing to do is to stop having the words and right. just let let the writers figure out what they're going to do, because now they're going to be back in a negotiating room with AMTPT. AMTPT. Did I get A-M-P-T-P. that right? PTP. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want PTP? Yeah, you know me. We hope anyway they get to a resolution because then... Drew Barrymore can get back to work. Right. And we really do need both unions to be back working. I mean, writers can write projects. Yeah. But without actors, what are you going to do, man? Without actors, what are you going to do?
This is really go to break. More? Okay. That's what we're going to do because okay. when we come back, we don't need an actor to play game show hosts. We actually have a real live game show host in the form of Mike. And Mike Anger is going to play game show roulette. And we're actually going to play. He's going to host it when we come back right here on my. <laughs> hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation and receive. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Limitations and restrictions apply. Ask for details. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk. 107.1, this is your place for entertainment news. Oh, what's going on with the strike? We will keep you updated. The strikes, rather. And But now, we've got to turn to Mike because he has a game show for us. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. We end the show every day the same way. I spin my game show roulette wheel. It lands on a show. These shows could be, you know, some of our favorites from the past. They could be future game shows. They could be current game shows or something I just completely made up in the shower. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Do you have any game shows from the 1800s? I'm um, working on it now. Okay. But so there's more a real price if you don't win. Pioneer price is right. <laughs> Let's yeah, find out what we're playing today. And by the way, it probably would have a very similar to theme to this one. Oh. Oh, gosh. Oh. This one, you're good at this stuff. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah, I are. don't think I am. Playing a little string quartet yes, showdown. Queen. And again, if you haven't heard this one before, we've got uh, five songs here that have all gotten the uh, string quartet or just kind of the classical throwback vibe to it. Might be a piano and a, another instrument of some form, but uh, it is uh, going to be me playing a song for you when the two of you can recognize the song. You yell out your name. That's your buzzer. I'll stop the music. Bradley. You'll have a chance to answer. If you get it right, you get the point. If you get it wrong, your opponent gets to hear a little bit more of it and see sure. how they can do. Oh, you guys okay. ready to play? Yes. Wait, did you say we have to do the band? Now, the in name? this one, this isn't like Name That Tune, which literally in the title says Name this That tune. tune. This one, I will accept band, I will accept artist, I'll accept the title. I'm much more loosey-goosey on this one. Okay, what about... But the um, one thing I do need is if you buzz in, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need an answer in like you know okay. a reasonable oh, amount of time. That. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm real good at that, actually. Okay. I'm real good at taking Definitely my time. not staring at Bradley when I made that comment. Hey! Okay, let's get it started. Do you have another question, or are you good to go? No, I was just being rude. Oh, got That's, it. Okay, cool. Oh, what is that sound? My beard. It's him scratching himself. 
facial hair. Okay, let's move on from that. Let's do that. Let's go ahead and play the first one again. If you think you know this song, yell out your name, and I'll uh, give you a chance to answer. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Our first song from String Quartet Showdown today is this. Is that um, (laughs) the artist or the song title? Five seconds. At Maroon 5. You got it. That is Moves Like Jagger. Oh, yeah. Got the Moves Like Jagger. Don't you feel like somebody's got to do like an opera song when you just, you got to have like a really classical voice when you're singing along to that for sure you don't want to get too rocky nope all right first point is going to bradley as uh we will move on to our second song you two ready for song number two let's do it all right so scary yeah (laughs) a little little creepy what's what's this voice about i don't know okay (laughs) we'll see if this uh New contestant can potentially uh, get this one correct. Are you the two of you ready? Yeah. Let's go. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Is that. Uh, get happy, happy, get happy. Uh, that's happy with Pharrell. You got it right. Oh, yes. Happy, happy, get happy, get happy, happy with Pharrell. I think just happy with uh, Pharrell Williams, of course. Nice. That is the song Happy. And that's what it sounds like if a string quartet played it. All right. So with that, Bradley takes a 2 0 lead. Don, yeah. that means yeah. you, you do need to get these next two. But don't worry, you got uh, just as good of a chance or an opportunity to get these two right. And uh, climb right back into this one. Are the two of you ready? Yep. All right, we are moving on to song number three. Play along in your car, my talkers. Here we go with the second, or excuse me, the third song for String Quartet Showdown. Bradley Trainer. Bradley for is the that win. Chris Martin. It is oh. not. Oh. Not Chris Martin. Don, you get to listen to it a little bit longer. Okay. <laughs> oh, Any man. guess? Yeah, I don't I don't have anything. No. I need all to say Taylor Swift. Good guess. <laughs> Incorrect. Okay. That is Beautiful Day from U2. Oh, oh U2. It's a beautiful day. Oh, okay. That's that part that uh, was right about here. It sounded very epic. Ballad-y. I thought it was like, all right. Oh, sure. 
right. You two beautiful days not uh, got by either of the two of you. So that means this game is still on. Come on. It is a 2-0 lead for Bradley. We've got two songs to go if I need to pop up a tiebreaker. I'm sure I could find something. Oh, wow. So let's go ahead and move on to song number four. And uh, let's see how the two of you do. Again, Bradley with the 2-0 lead. Here we go. Yell at your name when you know what song this is or the artist. Come on, get into something else. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Oh, yeah. Is that, it for the win? That's not Black Eyed Peas, is it? It is not, uh, Dawn. It is you get Macklemore. To, you, she got it. Oh, yes. you got it. That is Poppin' Tags. It awesome. is Thrift Shop from Good job, Macklemore. Dawn. You're back in it. You're yeah, right yeah, back yeah, in it. That means if you get this one right, I have win. got to scramble for but a tiebreaker. Really. We will find out if Just that's going to be the case. Just something for us. Oh, that's all right. We'll figure something out. <laughs> all right. Let's move on here to this one again. If Bradley gets this right, he is going to be the 3-1 winner. If Don gets it, we're heading to a tiebreaker. Here we go. Bradley Trainer. Bradley for the win. Justin Timberlake. Yes, it is for the win. All right, good job. I got there. Can't stop the feeling. Stop the feeling. Oh, that one took forever. It's funny how if you just hear certain parts like, of it, it doesn't. It's quite like catch. I'm starting to get it, but like I can't. Then you got to mm-hmm. get to the chorus. Yeah, yeah. I'm yep, always yeah. when I listen to songs, I usually listen to the harmony. Yeah, yeah. And so this is like you have to just listen mm. to the melody, or you'll get sidetracked. Well, and I get lost. Did Dawn like, oh. get any losey prizes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you of course are the winner, but we don't have winners and losers in game show roulette. Oh. If you're new, you know that. Uh, if you're not new, you know that we have a winner and we have a consolation prize winner. Dawn, you're going home with this. Daisy Seal Emil, Seal Emil is cooking airtight bags open freezer to hot water. No nuts, no bother. Daisy Seal Emil simplifies your life. Seal Emil. Daisy Seal Emil. Seal Emil. It almost sounded like he said a a naughty word in there, too. It's those, like, uh, airtight airtight sealing, like, uh, contraption that seals uh, something you're going to freeze. Oh, like a... What's that called? Air... air, uh, Oh. Um... I have one. It's uh, shrink wrapping, or like not that, but what is that yeah, called? It's, it's called, called a thing. Air, air sealer, air seal thing. Oh no, man. vacuum Delicious. sealer. Vacuum sealer. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. It's an old vacuum sealer. <laughs> oh gosh, we got there. Just, we did. Just, you guys, it was a that whole out. new game. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole new game. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna congratulations. Go. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to win oh. another game. Okay. Tomorrow I will endeavor to win another game, but perhaps I won't. Perhaps Dawn will come in and win the game herself. We'll never know unless you tune in tomorrow, tomorrow from noon to three here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, which is the show that we bring you each and every day. Dear listeners, (laughs) 
download our podcast. Yes. Hey, don't forget, we've got blind items a whole half hour every day on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, and it's its own podcast now mm-hmm. called Aptly. Blinded by the Item. Blind, uh, blinded blab, I don't know. Go to listen to Blinded by the Item. <laughs> well, we do that too. Uh, but you can download that wherever podcasts are available. Up next, Lori and Julia. We'll be back tomorrow from noon to three. Have a good afternoon and be nice. Bye.